Shinsu Chu, episode number 51. My name is Gabe Estel. I'm here with my co-hosts, Dennis Levi-Leach and Jonathan Getz. And we'd like to welcome a special guest. You might remember him from way back in episode 16, Ricky Cobb. How you doing, Ricky? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. We're glad you're here. Um, to let everybody know, um, you can follow Ricky on Twitter at Super70Sports. He's got a really fun uh, Twitter feed as well as a, a cool website with a accompanying podcast. That's at Super70Sports.com. So, uh, yeah, keep up the good work there, Ricky, man. Thanks, we appreciate man. it. Yeah, and it's opening day today. Everybody's wearing hats. We're excited. So what we're going to do tonight really is uh, really the the – Really, the crux of the show is going to be uh, making our predictions for division winners, uh, the playoffs, and then the World Series. Uh, and also, we'll, if we have time, we'll share uh, our MVP and Cy Young picks as well. So I um, want to remind everybody that last year's picks didn't go so hot for us. Um, I looked at them, and Jonathan had the Red Sox um, in the series against the Nationals, and the Nationals winning it. To my okay. credit, I did have the Nationals winning it. At least they finished above 500. They did. They did, yeah. <laughs> Levi had the Mariners over the Dodgers, all right? So, but you know what? Of the two teams that Jonathan had, neither one of them made the playoffs. So the Dodgers at least made the playoffs last year, right? He's, and everybody was pick- And Seattle was... <laughs> For some reason, Seattle was kind of a trendy pick last year as well. Was, I, I, yeah. Dude, they looked good on paper preseason. They were the Marlins yeah. of the AL. They were. And then me, I didn't fare much better. Um, I had the Nationals winning it against the Indians. So Indians also did not make the playoffs. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so yeah, the part of that show, my, my claim is, is that I nailed everything. <laughs> exactly. We have no evidence to the contrary. Right? So, you didn't miss perfect, a thing. I was looking to run the table again this year. Yeah. With my picks. Perfect Brett. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off with the American League, guys. Um, what we'll do is uh, each of us will share our division winners and then uh, should we should we also share you know the uh, who we think will go to the series or should we just do that afterwards? Let's, yeah, who who will make it to the ALCS? Okay. Yeah. ALCS then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So Ricky, being our special guest, wearing a beautiful Expos hat, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, just walk us through how you see the AL shaking out? Man. Oh wow, well, put me on the spot here. Yep. Uh, I, I find the AL East really interesting. Um, I think that uh, uh, you, you have a horse race with uh, uh, Toronto and Boston, and and I think New York uh, is going to be quite good this year. I just have a feeling about the Yankees. I love the acquisition of Chapman. Um, I know that he's out for the first 30 games or whatever of the season, uh, right. with the uh, domestic abuse policy or uh, you know whatever that situation was that he had, uh, a, you know, in, with his, in his home life. But I love what they have there with uh, Batansas and Chapman and, and Andrew Miller. Yeah, uh, I think the Yankees can really uh, turn a lot of ball games into six inning games, very similar to what we've seen the Royals do. Yeah, uh, it kind of compensates for that rotation being a little, a little yeah. iffy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, they they uh, uh, certainly they need to, they need help in their rotation and they need some guys to come through. The everyday lineup is, uh, you know, certainly we know that uh, some of those guys are pretty long in the tooth, but the Yankees are uh, kind of my breakout uh, uh, pick in the American League, and and I'm going to take New York to win the East. Okay. Um, in, in the Central, uh, I'm, uh, uh, you know, the, the last year I wasn't a believer in Kansas City. I thought that uh, 2014 had a, had a little bit of the feeling of a fluke about it. Um, I picked the Royals fourth, I believe, in the <laughs> Central last year. I just wasn't buying it. I thought Hater, they were going to be hating. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'm not making that mistake this year. I mean, I don't know where they're going to finish, but I'm a believer uh, at, at this point, okay? They've shown me twice, and uh, I like the Royals to win uh, the Central. I think Cleveland is kind of a trendy uh, pick right now uh, as far uh, as what I'm seeing from a lot of pundits. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, they have a nice young rotation and 
Uh, certainly, I can see that. I, I, I like Cleveland to finish second in that division, and then, um, you know, after that, it doesn't look that strong. I, I see you wearing your Sox hat. I know you're, <laughs> I know you're a Sox guy, but this this whole uh, Adam and Drake LaRoche soap opera does not uh, does not bode well for uh, the. Uh, I don't know. I think they're a little bit of a dysfunctional uh, franchise. Uh, so uh, yeah. uh, the Sox, I think, are gonna are gonna struggle. I think Detroit's gonna struggle. As well, Minnesota, I I think is a, a a little bit of a sleeper team. I think I think Minnesota could uh, surprise some people. Up and coming, year. definitely. Yeah, uh, uh, so I, I like them to finish third in that division and probably be over 500. Over in the West, um, I, I really like Houston. Uh, you know, they they have a very good bullpen as well, a deep bullpen. Uh, can't argue with the top of their rotation. They've got the the rain and Cy Young winner in Dallas Keuchel. Korea uh, uh, is such an exciting player. Uh, George Springer is another exciting player. So I think Houston's going to be quite good. I like Houston to to take the West. So as, as far as my division winners go, uh, I'm, I'm going to go uh, East to West, Yankees, Royals, and, and, and Strohs. Now, do you want me to give you my wild cards, or are we? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do. Let's let's see. Yeah, let's just take care of the AL. Okay. Yeah. Well, if if we're gonna just take care of it, I'll I'll uh, I'll go with the Blue Jays to uh, to grab a wild card uh, uh, out of the AL East. I love that lineup, top to bottom. It's I mean they can mash with anybody. They're Stout. gonna score a lot of runs. Uh, you know, Marcus Stroman could could possibly have a really big year if he has a huge year, and they, and they get some more starting pitching, they could. They could certainly easily win that division, but uh, I'm a believer in their bats, no question about that. So I'll take them, and then for my other wild card, it's got to be somebody, right? Uh, I'll take the Texas Rangers as mm-hmm. the uh, as the other wild card club coming out of the the AL. And uh, are, are we doing uh, ALCS matchup? Let's do it. Yeah. ALCS matchup for me is uh, Kansas City and Houston. Wow. Yeah. So rematch of uh, last year's divisional. The governor needs to be careful about his tweets. Yep. (laughs) Wait until, wait until the last out is recorded. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We won't ever let that go. That, that, that wonderful, (laughs) wonderful tweet that the governor sent out before they had uh, won that series. Um, uh, Yeah. I, 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 I'm high on Houston as well. Uh, I think, um, Although, you know, I, with the West, though, I think for some reason that Houston, I, I feel like the experience of Texas is going to win them the division. And then Houston's going to get the wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, though, uh, I, I think that Houston ultimately will go to the ALCS. Um, and and uh, Ricky, along uh, your your lines of, uh, your, of thinking about the Yankees, uh, I'm also... Uh, more optimistic about the Yankees than I am the Red Sox. Uh, I know a lot of people are really high on the Red Sox again, and I'm not quite sure why. As as the as the lineup is is a little iffy, and and the rotation after David Price is really really iffy. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we got David Price, and uh, we're you know we're, we're it fixes contenders. everything else. Yeah, yeah I, right. I, I don't quite get that. And so I felt like the Yankees' rotation is a bit more balanced, and certainly their bullpen, even though, the, you know, the Red Sox um, did shore up their bullpen uh, as well. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think um, uh, Toronto to win that division and the Yankees to get the wild card mm. is, is pretty plausible. Uh, but Toronto's Masters, man, jeez. Um it's it's uh, it's hard not to think that they'll be back in the in the ALCS. You're gonna um, have four or five guys with 25 plus home runs, you know. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Bautista, Encarnacion, Donaldson. You know, Bautista and Donaldson will get MVP votes yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Bautista will piss off some people with some bat flips, and <laughs> um, Donaldson for being fiery. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's funny though how the AL Central is the hardest was the hardest for me because I, I feel like it, you know it, any two teams could come out of nowhere and any two teams could just you know lay an egg and uh, ironically I, I don't have the Royals making the playoffs huh yeah wow um, 
I actually like Gabe. I I, I I'm kind of high on the White Sox for some reason to oh. to contend to contend. But I think okay. the Twins are, are going to take that next step. The Twins impressed a lot of people last year. Yeah, Paul Molitor. Uh, leading the way there as a manager, uh, uh, he was one of my first favorite baseball players. So I guess I believe in him in him because of I, that as a manager. Yeah, they don't have an ace, you know. I mean, they've got no, some they don't. like like uh, it's like what they got like Phil Hughes, Irvin Santana, um, a couple younger dudes. Pelfrey maybe did Pelfrey go there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, I agree they have some young talent. I don't I don't know if they're quite there yet. But um, they'll 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 contend, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Dunsing is, also, uh, or I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Brian Dunsing and uh, uh, Trevor May, guys like that. But no, I I, I think that the uh, the the lineup is interesting because of uh, Sano, obviously, and um, uh, Dozier's not bad. Um, uh, and then the young guys, I, you know, I, um, who was the, uh, Buxton's the guy everybody's waking, Buxton, waiting, not, waiting to break out. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's more likely that their import is going to produce a bit more than, than Buxton. Um, uh, I'm excited about him. Yeah. I'm sorry. Young His name's escaping me right now. Yeah. Young ho out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. He's, he's got some pretty prodigious bat flips. So, yeah, he does. Yeah, I'd like to see him connect about thirty times. Might be pretty fun. Yeah, and, and uh, so yeah, I, got, I have the Twins winning that division, but I do have Houston over the Blue Jays in seven in the ALCS. Okay, so Houston over. Who was your wild card? Yeah, who was you? You said the Yankees is a wild card. Who was your so, other? So yeah, to recap, division division winners: the Blue Jays, the Twins, and the Rangers. And the wild cards um, are the Yankees and uh, the Astros. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. Um, Levi, what about you, man? Let it rip. Uh, to, similar to both of the uh, Ricky and Jonathan, but um, to go pretty quick here, AL East. I went with the Blue Jays. Um, I just, I feel like I feel like the Blue Jays are in the position that the Royals were last year, to where I I don't. I don't think enough people are giving credit to the Blue Jays. I think they're going to be one of the best teams, if not possibly the best team this year. They might have um, the best record in the AL. Yeah, yeah, they could be one of those teams, yeah. And so I picked them. AL Central, I went with KC. I, I feel like KC has now gotten over enough of a hump to where those players now, they don't know of the era of not winning games. It's a good point. You know what I mean? I feel like they've gotten past that now to where <laughs> they went to two consecutive World Series. They're not going to revert to like becoming the 1980s Royals. No. Or no. whatever. The late so, 80s Royals. Yeah. 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 yeah the late 80s. Um, and so in the West, I went with Houston just because of the talent that's there. And, and it was tough. I had thought about giving it to the Rangers. But that's where I placed them as my wild card. My two wild cards are the Rangers and Cleveland. So my ALCS consists of Toronto and Houston. So yeah, same as mine. Nice. Yeah, I. Uh, are we saying who we think? Or no, we'll wait to do World Series. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So yeah, that was my rundown. We'll do it again. Uh, Blue Jays, Kansas City, Houston, Wild Card, Rangers, and Cleveland. ALCS is Toronto and Houston. All right. It's funny so far. It's like, yeah, we're not giving the Blue Jays the respect, but, you know, we all have them kind of going to the ALCS, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's whether they can make that make that step. Yeah, right. To the next level. Who, who do you said for the ALCS, Levi? You said, you said Toronto and who else? Houston. Oh, and Houston. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay, so for me, um, starting in the East, um, I just – it would be hard for the Blue Jays not to win it. Um, so I, I, I've got to go with them for the reasons that are aforementioned now. Um, to me, it was the only one in my mind that I thought was almost a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that out, yeah. of, out of all the divisions in both leagues when I was choosing, I was like, well, this seems like the most common sense one to me. 
easiest division to pick the top, uh, much harder to pick the middle, you know, yeah, in that division. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think Baltimore is going to be terrible. You know, no. I, I don't um, – they don't – I don't think they have what it takes to seal the deal or anything like that. But they've got a lot of power, you know, not as much as the Blue Jays. But, you know, there's still, there's still some hitters on that team. You got Machado coming into, you know, kind of MVP-like. Yeah, he'll contend. Yeah, yeah um, the, the Orioles are interesting because it's like you want to think, oh, yeah, they're really going to contend this year. And then you just see that they have kind of fallen off the pace a bit and they haven't yeah. improved everywhere that they've needed to. And Adam Jones I, I is often, just a year older. Yeah, I often equate I think them and the Pirates are kind of similar teams over the last couple of years. You know, like a lot of talent and, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of starting to age a little bit now, mm -hmm. but just not quite enough to get over the finish line, you know. So, um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll say the Blue Jays to win the division, and yeah, I agree with you guys with the Yankees, but um, you know, I, I I didn't feel strongly enough to say that they were they were gonna um, get the wild card just because I think there's there's some other talent uh, around the AL, um, and I just I just don't like that rotation. I think it's gonna be kind of they're just they're gonna get beat up pretty badly. I think, but you know, the bullpen will be strong when they get out there. Uh, but I think the opportunities will be fewer than most people think. Um, so, so yeah, for the East, I've got the Jays. Um, for the Central, I'm going to go with the Royals. Um, I just, this, all these guys are in their prime now. You know, I mean, Hosmer, Moustakas, like all those guys are in their prime and they still haven't totally reached their ceiling yet. Right. That's what makes this team really dangerous. Well, you know, that's, that's part of what makes me kind of worry about them is that, yeah. you know, these guys didn't, you know, didn't hit their ceiling and yet they somehow managed to eke out all these wins because of, you know, Babbitt and, and uh, uh, pitching with runners in scoring position and these, and these kind of, random events that they might yeah. not have as much control over that the 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 things that happen that fan graphs and zips don't like and it's why they always project 70 wins <laughs> okay I, yeah and i i can't help but shake that feeling of yeah this is you know when is the jig up yeah it's weird that it, like a lot of the prognosticators picked them to win 70 games because i feel like that outfield they had two years ago with gordon aoki and um kane kane that was kind of like a sabermetrician's wet dream, that that outfield, you know, if you look yeah. at just how yeah. all those guys hit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that core is still is still fairly young and still I think it's got I think it might have a couple of years left in them still, you know, so uh, I don't see the Royals going anywhere, but winning the division. Um, and then in the West. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think Houston is um, is in a good spot. Uh, they're. You know, gosh, it's. With with a rotation, I would give their rotation even a bit of an edge over the Royals. Um, you know, last year Houston had six quality starters, which few teams can say that. Um, so I, uh, I I like the Astros, and um, I think they'll. Correct me if I'm wrong. They picked up Carlos Gomez, or did they get him yeah. last year? Yeah, yeah, they had him for that. They, they had him last, last year. Okay, all right. Well, you know, his first full season with them. Um, so yeah, he's he, he's an exciting player. Um, and then, you know, with Springer and Altuve, um, Altuve is just a machine. Yes. Uh, he could be he'll, he'll be an MVP candidate. Um, mm, foreshadowing. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I'll take the Astros. And then for the wild card, um, I'm going to go with the Rangers and a team no one has picked yet. I don't think I'll take the Tigers as my other Ooh, wild card. It clicks in Detroit. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, if Anibal Sanchez has a good year, the rotation isn't bad. You know, Verlander looks like he's returning to form. You know, it looks like he's starting to look like the Verlander of old, or at least maybe like 75% of the Verlander of old, which means he's still a good pitcher. Um, and they brought in Zimmerman. So, yeah, I think... I think I think they're going to be all right. I think like there's not much and they brought in Justin Upton as well. There's not much. You know, they've got to win it with this group of guys soon. So I think this year they make a push for that. So I'll uh, so my wild card picks are the Rangers and the Tigers. So just to recap, uh, AL East, I've got Toronto, AL Central, Kansas City, AL West, Houston. And then my wild cards are the Rangers and the Tigers. So cool. You know what? One thing, guys, we'll take um, a little no, bit of an interview. Who's your ALCS? Oh, I'm sorry. My ALCS, uh, I've got uh, Toronto and Houston. 
All right. So that's my ALCS. And Ricky, what was yours again? Uh, my ALCS was uh, Kansas City and Houston. Okay. All right. All right. So everybody, we all had Houston in yeah. the ALCS, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff going on down there. Um, you know, a little bit of an intermission topic here, guys. Tonight, we're recording this on Sunday, is opening day. And uh, three games today, right? And then the whole slate of games tomorrow. To me, tomorrow is opening day. You know, I know that even if the White Sox were playing today, I would still think tomorrow is opening day. Now, I want to get you guys' take on it before we jump into our NL picks. I don't like this butchering of opening day. You know, or butchering is probably too strong of a word. I don't like this spreading it out over two days. To me, it feels anticlimactic. What do you guys think? I agree. I agree totally. As a Cubs fan, the Cubs today played the Angels in an exhibition match at the Angels Park. At the Angels Park, and it wasn't it it wasn't opening day. Tomorrow is officially opening that's weird. day. That's weird. Between the Cubs and the Angels. That that's especially weird. Yeah, yeah. And so what it turned into by it it wasn't televised. I had to I found somehow uh, an Angels feed of it. There was no Cubs. The Cubs were not broadcasting it, not on radio or TV. And so I got like to they see don't like want you to even yeah think I got about to the see game. the last half of the game, and by the sixth inning, all the starters were gone, and it was all the the it was basically both teams minor leaguers, and even the announcer for the Angels was like, I kind of just noticed it's turned into a minor league ball game here, folks, because <laughs> like they like they showed the board and it was like all names no one had ever heard, yeah. you right. know, all guys being designated. Yeah. Yeah. Right right after the game, because literally tomorrow they got to send them out. I'm just grateful that we didn't have the uh, opening day, you know, five days before opening day in Japan or somewhere, you know, where you got to get up at three o'clock in the morning to (laughs) To to watch it. That, that (laughs) for me, is the worst when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think that I like it to be on Sunday. But I think everybody should play on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Put all the teams on one. I day. like it better I, than Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it actually gives you a chance to like get kids out to the ballpark. God forbid we 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 encourage kids to come out to the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, people. You know, everyone's schedule is a little freer on Sunday, so yeah. I could see the the logic on, in putting lot, it on like Sunday. In, not in total defense of it, but in kind of defense of that, a lot of schools are on spring break right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, some kids. I'm sure their parents are cool enough to take them to a game on spring break or opening yeah. day. Yeah. Um, but I do agree they should all be on one day, and it probably should be Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I cast a vote for Monday. I'm crusty and old. <laughs> Even if I don't get to see chicken scores at work be, and stuff, I want it to be on Monday. Darn it! I don't know. Get off my lawn. <laughs> and you won't even like watch highlights. You wait till the box scores come the next morning in the newspaper. Right. <laughs> like, I only read line scores. If there's a game on the West Coast late at night. I'm waiting until Wednesday morning to find out what happened. <laughs> you know, I, I do like the fact that the White Sox start in Oakland, so I uh, I'll be staying up late here the next couple nights. So, uh... oh yeah, I'm same thing with me. We're in uh, in Los Angeles and. What's weird is, and this has become like a tradition with the Cubs that I don't get, is so the Cubs are obviously on the road to start the year, but when they get back to Wrigley Field, they've done this now for the last however many years, whether the Cubs were on the road or starting at Wrigley Field. They play one game, then the next day they're off. Mm -hmm. Then they play the next Mm -hmm. games against them. And I've never understood that. Yeah. 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 That's where they distributed it a bit more. Yeah. yeah, these these exhibition games at the teams at a major league park before opening day, right before opening day, that's been going on for a few years now. Um, so yeah, it's it's a weird trend, and I I, I don't I don't like it. It, it. it would feel even more anticlimactic if I were there and I was you know rooting for that team. Yeah, because it's like tomorrow's game means something. Yeah, right. Almost. <laughs> yeah. I, you know I do what I mean? like the uh, the terribly wonderful coincidence of the Mets being in Kansas City this opening weekend, <laughs> which was determined before the World Series. 
Oh yeah, and, yeah. They uh they had to sit and I watched the pregame and everything. Yeah. They had, the Mets had to like stand and watch all the ceremony. And the highlights, <laughs> the highlights from the World Series, and then on Tuesday they're gonna do it again with the ring ceremony. So they're really spread, spreading out the uh, the little little punctures there. Uh, so uh, that's fun. Are you guys getting the package? You get like the MLB. I did the one team package, the new eighty-five dollar a year package. Yeah, Ricky, you want to know old school? I'm going just radio this year. Hey, seriously, twenty bucks, twenty bucks a year, man. Good deal. It is a steal. Um, the for the for the audio only package, yeah, that is nice. I had that a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I listened to a couple games this morning, or I'm I mean uh, during the day, and then uh, before the Royals game this after uh, this evening, so. The, it, those are nice for late games too, because there's to me there's yeah. just always something comforting about late baseball. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. yeah, you know, I just I love it. If like if it's like 11 p.m. Central Time and like baseball's oh, yeah. still going on, it just makes oh, yeah. me feel warm and fuzzy. Oh, yeah. uh, it's like a it's like a proverbial cup of hot cocoa. It, it is. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Plus, I've got memories of like you know the times I would stay at my grandparents and the White Sox would be out west and. Just my grandpa would leave the radio on while he hmm. fell asleep, you know. So, so, so it's a pleasant memory just to hear the announcers uh, yeah. in the other room so late. So anyway, that's cool. Um, all right, guys, let's go on to the NL now. You know what? Um, we'll do this. We'll start with Levi this time. Uh, so Levi, why don't you go ahead and walk us through your NL picks? All righty. I uh, earlier this afternoon I had picked one team for the NL East. And about two hours ago, I had a change of heart and I flipped them with. <laughs> so I'm going with the Mets again in the in the East, and I'm going to go with the Cubs. Obviously, in the Central, I'm a Cubs fan, and uh, the West. The West was the toughest division for me. Um, I ended up with San Francisco just because of the the pedigree of winning is there, but I feel like San Francisco is at the point where they're they're ready to get like knocked off their pedestal. You know what I mean? I think I think a team in the West is going to step up to to finally give them a really good run for their money. But, but I you still them. think they'll win the division. Yeah, I still think they're going to win, but I I think this could be one of the last years of their like uh, of their perennial greatness. Um the wild cards I, the one I flipped with the East was the Nationals. I had the Nationals originally win in the East, and I flipped them to the wild card with the Mets. Probably last year's um, biggest disappointment. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. Um, the Nationals. I agree, yeah. And then uh, the other National League wild card I picked was the Dodgers. Still hanging with the Dodgers, huh? I, with the wild card, yeah. I, uh, I, I think they're going to eke by enough to get into the playoffs, basically. It was. It's hard for me to ascertain how they're going to do this year. You know, um, the Dodgers. That is because they're they've got a core of guys that are getting a little bit older, but they also have a lot of young talent coming up. You yeah. know, they have a good farm yeah. system. Uh, and well, and like I feel like they're the type of team. At least the ownership is to where if it at the All Star break they're doing oh, yeah. awful, they will do whatever it takes to at least eke into the playoffs. <laughs> they might to shore up that pitching. Yeah. Pitching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've got deep pockets, you know, so they can they can pull the trigger on a move. They've got, you know, they're in a good spot. They've got deep pockets and they've got young talent. So, like, you know, a, a trade is easy to pull off for a superstar pitcher who yeah. whoever's out oh, yeah. there, you know. Yeah. So who yeah, you're, will you're right they there. trade Yasiel Puig to is the question. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. His um, his days in Dodger blue are probably yeah, numbered. Oh. My uh, NLCS then is a rematch of last year, Cubs and Mets. All right. You know what? I want to get Ricky's take on this as well before we move on to Jonathan's picks um, because he's a Cubs fan. What do you guys see as concerns for the Cubs this year? I mean, everybody's saying they're going to be great. You know, that's uh, I've I, listen. I, I'm, I'm getting a little sick of hearing that. But like, what like what are their what are what concerns do you have about what's predicted to be a first, great Ricky. team? Um, you know, I mean, they're they are. They're loaded top to bottom, uh, their everyday lineup. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think the only concerns that you really have in the everyday lineup is, uh, you know, just hoping that they stay healthy. Exactly. Uh, because if they stay yeah. healthy, I, I mean, top to bottom, I don't really see any any weaknesses there overall. I mean, Schwarber's uh, a defensive liability, but if he's if he's raking and hitting balls on top yeah, of the yeah. 
you know, who cares? Yeah, yeah. yeah. two errors a game, I'll take it yeah, as long you know, as Greg he's got it. <laughs> you know, right. uh, out in left field for a lot of years. So, uh, so the everyday lineup looks terrific to me. The rotation, uh, you know, the concern that I would have maybe a little bit, the, maybe the bullpen regresses a bit. Uh, Arietta would probably be my my number one concern. Not that I think that he's going to break down, but um, you know the concern that I would have is the number of innings that he threw last year. He looked like he was pretty gassed by the time Absolutely. the playoffs. And so uh, you know you, you wonder will he be able to maintain that kind of effectiveness throughout this season as well. Yeah. Uh, and so I would have a little bit of a concern uh, uh, about that. Uh, back into the rotation maybe uh, concerns me a little bit, but I think on paper uh, the Cubs are probably the best team in baseball. Yeah, I, I agree with almost every, you know, all you said. I My concern is probably my biggest concern would be the bullpen, just to, you know, hopefully they can. If you, know, you have they, a weak link, it's that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, with with the starting lineup, like you said, as long as they stay healthy, they should have like crazy numbers. Yeah. You know, and um, part of me would be more scared in years past because it seemed like we'd never had depth. And it seems like the Cubs are at a point in, in, in their existence where there is depth. There are guys that we are sending to the minor leagues that are pretty decent players. We'll have and, a good bench, and God yeah. forbid something happens and we have to call some people up. You know, I. it's not like they're going to be able to produce at the level of some of these starters. But, you know, we, we have guys like Kawasaki and, um, you know, I think Caesar broke with the team, didn't he? He's going to be actually, I think, on the starting day roster. But guys like him or down in the minors ready if we need them. And it's like, I can't ever remember a time growing up where it seemed like we had that much of a depth. Yeah, and got so, a lot of insurance policies. Yeah. And, and, you know, hopefully we don't have to cash any of them in, but it, in, in years past, I would have been like, you know, if the first baseman or the third baseman goes down, it's like, the, it's over, Yeah, you know? And now I, I, you know, God forbid, I don't feel like the Cubs would, would tank as bad as they would in years past. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the depth is there. Absolutely. I mean, it's testimony to the job that, uh, you know, Theo Epstein and, and Jed Hoyer have done. I mean, uh, let me yesterday. I mean, last year, I think we all kind of thought, you know, it was a year early. If you were a Cubs fan, it was like, enjoy, let's enjoy this. Oh yeah. It, it, it really, this team's a, 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 at least probably a year ahead of schedule. Yeah, it was all, it was all just like cream on the pie to me because right. it was like, I wasn't even expecting to be there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's in this year the Cubs look like they could be the bullies of the National League and that's not a I think for a Cubs fan, you know, it's you're kind of uncomfortable because Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, I don't know how to handle yeah. it. You know, you're you're, you're just look, look, waiting for the other shooter to drop. Hey, wait a minute. We're not supposed to be this good. Yeah. But uh, on paper, they're they're that good and young. I'll mention two concerns that you guys didn't touch on, all right? And and like I, I I'm not I'm a Sox fan, but I'm not a Cubs hater. So I want to preface that these, these are just what I think are legitimate concerns. You're the one, huh? Yeah, yeah I'm the one. Yeah, <laughs> right. I can't speak for all other Sox fans. Um, you know, the Mets took care of you guys pretty handily. Just just yeah. saying. All right. Just I mean, I, I'm not saying that can happen again, but that Mets young pitching is probably only going to get better. They've they got strike Steve- people out. They've, they've got Steven Matz as well, who's the one guy that not everybody mentions because he's been overshadowed by the other three. If he comes into his own and you get to the playoffs with the Mets again, I think you could have some trouble. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, could you beat him? Sure. You know, you guys got a hell of an offense. You could certainly beat him. Um, but uh, if those Mets pitchers hold down your offense, the fact that New York doesn't have they've got a decent offense, but not a great one. Um that might all be all they need. You know what I mean? Just for the, those Mets starters to keep the Cubs in check again. And I don't know, man, if you, if, if, if I were a Cubs fan and it came down to NLCS and I was meeting the Mets again, I would be a little anxious. I would. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, I, I think that that experience was a lot more of a learning experience for those younger players than, yeah. than maybe what a lot of people want to give them credit for. I think, I think all those young guys on the Cubs learned a lot about patience at the plate and 
um, you know, waiting for their pitches and stuff like that. But I, I, I think the Cubs are, are a better team than the Mets. I do. And not just because I'm a Cubs fan. I, I would say overall, you're right, that they are a better team. Um, I would still give the Mets rotation. Well, yeah, edge, yeah. I mean, you know? um, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and with Arietta, you know, um, I, it's going to be hard to repeat next year's expect or i'm sorry it's it's impossible to repeat last year's performance um but i think he's he's uh he's come into his own as a good pitcher who will be good for a Mm -hmm. few years um and then uh the other concern i was going to mention and uh, i I maybe maybe this isn't a big one with the cubs is what if um you know all these guys what you had four rookies last year who had really breakout years and then, um, you know, Rizzo and, and the other guys are still pretty young, too, other than other than Zobrist. You know, you, you might have more pitchers figuring these guys out a little bit more. You know, what I mean, beyond the Mets. Um, I mean, that's a possibility. You know, I mean, it's another year in the league. You know, they had the offseason to review these guys a little bit more. I don't know that 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 you know, that, that that could be a variable as well, maybe. All right. So, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, let's hear your NL picks. Well, I, I too, like the Mets and their pitching and, and getting guys like Steven Matz uh, uh, ready added into that adi- uh, rotation. Uh, so I definitely have the Mets in the, in the East and then the Cubs uh, in the Central. Uh, the Giants in the West, I think I think the Giants are going to go ahead and, and, and that rotation is going to lead them. Though I'm not terribly impressed by the, uh, the lineup necessarily. Um, They've won the other World Series with not that great a lineup either, you know. So yeah, yeah, but they just find guys who can who can uh, eke out the runs that they need. But um, Pittsburgh and Arizona as wild cards, uh, I think uh, Pittsburgh okay. finally breaks through and, and like wins them. a series. Okay, and I like them in the NLCS. Um, however, I like them against the Mets uh, because, like we said, the, the Cubs. Uh, the, the Cubs have five starters projected to strike out more than a hundred times. And I think everybody in the Mets rotation is projected to strike out, uh, above average uh, amount of hitters. And, uh, that's, that's still an advantage to the Mets. And, uh, so I'll take, I'll take the Mets over the Pirates in a clean sweep of the, uh, NLCS, though the Pirates finally make it to the NLCS. I'm going to see, uh. Levi flying out to New York to to break Degrom's arm or something like that, you know, <laughs> just a bunch of bunch of bunch of mob guys hit Matt Harvey's apartment, you know. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so let's hope that doesn't happen. But anyway, um, I like the Diamondback picks, Jonathan. The Diamondbacks pick, I do. I yeah, think I, uh, I think I think, I think, I think they're, they're ready. I think they're ready earlier than people people think. Yeah, so, and, and I and the notable absence there is the Dodgers, and and I think, you know, I, I, they're going to regress a little bit even more. And beyond Kershaw, that that rotation's pretty iffy. Yeah, they might have to kind of refocus a little bit after this season. The Dodgers, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it was spend, 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 and now it might have to be well, you know, let's let's bring up some of this young talent. Let's see if we can get rid of people like Andrea Ethier and Carl Crawford, you know, and there's a lot of dead weight yeah. contracts. So anyway. All right, Ricky, what about you in the NL, man? How's it going to shake out? Uh, well, you know, over in the uh, uh, East, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit like Levi. I uh, have waffled a bit back and forth between the Mets and the Nationals. Uh, I think that uh, I think Dusty Baker uh, usually plays well with a veteran ball club, yeah. uh, especially when he first gets to a team. Um, you know, I had the I had the pleasure of interviewing Dusty a couple of months ago for my book, and we uh, the conversation kind of segged over into the Nationals and what he's expected, and he seems really loose and you know ready to make one more go at it, uh, you know to have a shot at winning a ring as a as a manager. So I think that uh, as you noted earlier, they were the biggest uh, disappointment in baseball last year, probably. So uh, you know they're going to have a second bite at the apple here this year. Um, you know if we can keep Papelbon from choking uh, <laughs> their best player. That would help. Uh, <laughs> Harper, Harper certainly came into his own last year and oh, yeah. demonstrated that, uh, you know, if he's not the best player in baseball, he's, he's right there in the top two or three. So, uh, th- so there's some things to feel good about, uh, you know, Steven Strasburg, maybe has really still never had that big breakout year that his talent, uh, you know, would indicate that maybe at some point you would expect that he's going to go about 
20 and seven, you know, and put up some seen numbers and and Scherzer's tough. Having said all that, uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to pick the Mets uh, to win the division. And for the reasons that uh, that you guys have have already uh, articulated, uh, that rotation is so good. Uh, so so good. I mean, uh, I've got a man crush on Syndergaard, and he might be the third fourth guy. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so th- those guys are just nasty. I mean, just nasty. If they stay healthy, uh, and as Gabe, you know, as you were saying, in a short series, uh, being able to run out that kind of pitching is uh, is a great equalizer. Uh, in the uh, central, I, I, I like the Cubs. Um, I think the Cubs are, would be my pick to have the best record in baseball this year. I think the Cubs will win 95 games, uh, you know, 95, 96, 97, something like that uh, would be my pick. So I think that the Cubs will uh, take the take the central in, 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 in pretty good uh, fashion. Um, over in the West, I'm going to go with San Francisco. Uh, again, uh, Bo- Bochi is so good. Uh, it's an it's an even numbered year, <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna like them for for that reason. Uh, L A moves too. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, L A has some really good young players. I mean, uh, Puig, we're we're still waiting to see if he can put it all together and not drive everybody crazy uh, in, in the process. Jock Peterson had a really good first half and then just couldn't hit the ball in the second half of the season, but I'm still a believer that he's a, you know, he's a plus player. Uh, Seager uh, is, is, you know, probably the odds on favorite to be the rookie of the year uh, in the NL. What concerns me about the Dodgers is, you know, Carl Crawford running him out there a lot. Chase Utley, uh, you know, again, you're talking about somebody who's, you know, the, the, the carcass of what used to be Chase Utley. Sure. I mean, I guess it's, you know, if you get bonus points for just steamrolling people, <laughs> right. uh, you know, maybe that, maybe that plays. But uh, what really concerns me about the Dodgers, other than maybe having a couple of holes in their lineup that just suck, uh, is uh, the, the rotation after Kershaw. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kazmaier, he, he's all right. I mean, that was their free agent uh, play or, you know, I suppose their main free agent play. But the rotation worries me a little bit. Uh, Arizona, I think, is an intriguing team. Uh, Granke, uh, obviously, at the top of that rotation. Goldschmidt, I mean, Arizona is one of the teams that, realistically, they, they could have the MVP in the Cy Young winner. Uh, you know, those, those guys have that kind of talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, I hope that, that, you know, I wish a pox on their house for their new uniforms. Uh, <laughs> you know, all this funky stuff going Arabians. on have they have they ever had a good looking i mean granted it's a young franchise relatively yeah. speaking but they've never had a good looking uniform as they long never. as it says d-backs on it it will never look <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah especially like when the script where it looks like d-bags yeah like right. if, looks... if you just take a glance at it you're like d-bags what <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's a questionable thought i wonder if anybody in the organization thought about how much that sounded like d-bags when they call themselves <laughs> but um, so, so my picks, I'm going to go Mets uh, in the East, Cubs in the Central, San Francisco out West, and my wild cards are Washington and Pittsburgh. Uh, and for the uh, NLCS, I like uh, that series to be the Mets and the Nationals. All right. So uh, at the end of the day, the hopeful Cubs fan, uh, I'm going to predict about 96 wins and then losing in the first round of the playoffs. All right. Uh, all right. That seems like what would happen to us. Yeah. You know, a big workup and then, you know, in about four or five days, it's all over with. <laughs> Jonathan, who did you pick for the NLCS? I'm sorry. I, did, I don't. The Mets and the, and the Pirates. Mets and Pirates. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, all right. For my NL, um, you know, it's kind of a combination, I guess, of, of everybody's uh, here. But anyway, in the East, um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm high on the Mets this year um, uh, for reasons that have already been mentioned. And, uh, you know, I think last year we saw Yenis Cespedes hopefully be the player that he can really be, you know, particularly during the second half. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I think he's going to be an MVP candidate. I don't know. If, I don't think he's going to win it, but I, I think he'll he'll uh, he'll finish in the top top four or five, I think, for, for MVP this year. Um, 
and he's he's exciting. I I I like him more than a lot of people do. I I like the fact that he buys farm animals and and um, just he's kind of a weirdo, which, which, which I like. You know, I like baseball needs weirdos. So I'm uh, yeah. So I'm 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 about Yenis. I like him, yo. Keep up the good work, yo. Um, so yeah. So I've got the Mets, and then um, obviously you know like like everybody. I you know looking at predictions, I don't even think. It's hard to find someone who didn't pick the Cubs to win the Central, you know. Um, so obviously, I take the Cubs. Um, I, I agree with Ricky. I think mentioned it. You know, they could have the best record in baseball. I think, yeah, I think them and Toronto are, are both capable of winning a hundred games. So uh, you might see either one of those teams reach a hundred, win a hundred games. Um, the West, I'm going to take the Giants. Uh, I like the moves that were made because they were already a pretty good team. They just didn't quite have it together. I don't know if it was just because of the odd-numbered year or what, but um, you know they were already a pretty good team and they made them better. You know they, um, you know, you know the Samarjic I think will bounce back after a pretty abysmal, well, pretty bad year in uh, in in Chicago. And uh, Cueto, I don't know. You know he's he's a little bit of a wild card, um, but uh, you know he could return to form and start striking out a lot of guys. I What's think Zamarja is more of a wild card than Quaid. I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think both of them are are yeah. can be kind of precarious pitchers. Yeah. True. Um, but they can both be really good too if they yeah. turn it on, you know. Uh, particularly Quaid. So um, we'll see. Um, so yeah. So Mets, Cubs. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mets, Cubs, and Giants. Like most, I think everybody else. Um, and then for my wild card, um, I've got the Diamondbacks as well. I like them. I like them a lot actually, and. I even contemplated them winning that division. Uh, I, I almost picked them to do that, but not quite. Um, and then also for my other wildcard team, I've got the Nationals. With the Diamondbacks, I did hear the other, I think like it happened on Friday, that outfield that they have that's really good, uh, A.J. Pollock. Yeah. I believe he is hurt for most of the He's going to be out most of the year. Yeah, he so busted his elbow. Yeah, that sets them back a little bit. But I was looking at the lineup, and, they, you know, it's – it's uh, it's it's already pretty good, and then you know their rotation as well with bringing in Grinky and Miller, um, you know, and Patrick Corbin being okay as well. Yeah, I I, I think I think they're going to be earlier than expected, you know. So, um, um, I, I yeah, so I'll will take the Diamondbacks as the wild card, and then the Nationals as the wild card as well. Um, I just don't think they're better than the Mets, but I think they'll be a much better team than they were last year. Maybe under Dusty's uh, Dusty's leadership, um, and then um. You know, they, they had some guys last year that had off years. You know, you had Harper having a just an amazing year, and then everybody else on that team was pretty flat. So uh, I, I think they'll get some guys to bounce back and, and put together a pretty good season. So, and for my NLCS, um, I've got a repeat. I've got the Cubs and the Mets. So groovy. All right, so everybody's World Series pick now. Let's yeah. do it, World yeah. Series. Ricky, you're our guest, man. How's it? How is the fall classic play out? Uh, I'm going to tell you what's probably not going to happen, okay, which is what I do every year when I pick the World Series. Um, in, in the uh, AL, as I said, I've got Kansas City and Houston uh, in the ALCS. I'm going to take Kansas City over Houston in seven uh, to make it three World Series of appearances in a row. I think that's a bona fide uh, dynasty when you do that. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, this team doesn't really seem like a dynasty in a way. They seem, as Jonathan was saying, you know, they scrap, they get it together, they they win despite uh, fan graphs. <laughs> but um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them to get back to the to the series out of the American League, and uh, over in the National League, um, I'm gonna take the Mets over the Nationals in six uh, to uh, be the uh, National League representative. So I'm calling for a rematch. All right. of, of last year's World Series, uh, Mets against the Royals. And my prediction is, dramatic pause, uh, the Mets are going to reverse last year's outcome and beat the Royals in six games to be the world champions. You think that pitching will just, it'll, it'll be enough, yeah. I'm, I'm wagering on that pitching and uh, uh, Cespedes, uh, you know, having lots of uh, family barbecues through the year, uh, <laughs> killing and, and cooking uh, all kinds of uh, animals. Uh, I, I think their everyday lineup is uh, uh, solid, if not spectacular. And that that starting pitching is just so good. So I'm going to hitch my prediction uh, fortunes 
to uh, Harvey and 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 and, and, and Degrom and all and Matt and those guys and see what happens. I wonder if that's ever happened where the uh, two years in a row where the previous year's World Series loser won the World Series the next year. Obviously, the Royals did it last year, but if that's ever happened two years in a row, where if the Mets did it this year. Oh, that's yeah. It, that, I would have to contact stats. Yeah. For that. That's a good question. I mean, I, I can think of some examples of teams losing it and then winning it the following year, but I don't, I don't know if they ever played the same team again. Well, but just for, just for it to happen two years in a row. Yeah. Where the losing team won it the next year. Not right. necessarily that it was the same teams, but just yeah. the team that lost won it the next year. Anyway. Cool. Um, yes. 1988. Whoa, you're going to do the, this. The Dodgers beat the A's. 89, the A's beat the Giants. Oh. But in 87, did the Dodgers lose? The, the, the 87 Dodgers? was the Twins and the Cardinals. That's what I'm saying is that in, yeah. in, in 2014, the Royals lost the World Series. Oh, yeah. In 2015, they won the World Series, and the Mets lost the World Series. Ah, I see. In 2016, yeah, yeah. if the Mets win the World Series, and that would be two years in a row, where the World Seri- the reigning World Series loser won the next World Series, if that makes Got sense. Got it. I'm sorry for bringing it. It's up. making my head hurt, guys. Come <laughs> on. All right. I was the one who started it with my dumb pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon over here. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, uh, Jonathan, what about you? How does it? How does it play out? I'm I'm gonna uh, nip that whole theory in the bud and and uh, say Houston over the Blue Jays in in seven. The Blue Jays lose the ALCS again because I like to stick it to the Blue Jays and uh, uh, the Mets over the Pirates in a clean sweep uh, to set up a Houston Astros New York Mets World Series. Uh, that would have sounded really strange about 10 years ago. Right. And <laughs> Still does, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, uh, take Houston's uh, bat firepower over the Mets pitching firepower in six. Houston wins the World Series, four games to two. It'll make up for a pretty good World Series if that's the match. That would be fun. Yeah. Good deal. All right, uh, Levi. Let it rip, man. Uh, ALCS, I had the, the Blue Jays and the Astros. I'm going to say the Astros win it in five. Okay. NLCS, I got the Cubs and Mets. Uh, I think it's going to be a nasty one. Cubs win in seven. All right. I knew somebody's got to pick the Cubs. All right. So, World Series, we have the Cubs versus the Astros. Um, the homer in me says the Cubs score the most runs ever in a World Series and win four to two. <laughs> Nice. Four games to two. Cubs in six. Nice. World Series champions. Nice. Oh, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're not alone in that prediction. As far as uh, you know, I, I would, I would say eight. It looks like about eight out of ten people are picking the Cubs this year. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, somebody had to do it. Um, yeah. Okay. For me, um, in the ALCS, I'll take Houston over Toronto. Um, you know, I, I, I think the Astros, uh, are just going to build on last year's momentum. I think their pitching will be able to, to, uh, to quiet the Jays powerful offense. That's a series that could go into six or seven games. Um, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll take the Astros there in the NLCS. Um, I'm going to go with a rematch, but I'm going to take, uh, I'll, t- I'll take the Mets again. I think it'll just, I think that pitching is, is, is all they need. You know, I mean, the the off the Cubs have a, will have a better offense than the Mets, but I think they'll just be able to quiet the Cubs' bats. And who knows? It might you know might might put the Cubs in a good position to win in 2017. Anyway, um, and then in my World Series, um, I'm gonna go same thing. You know, pitching overpowering an offense, but although the Astros have good pitching too, uh, I'll take the Mets over Houston in the in the series. So, All right. so I'm taking the Mets. So Ricky and I took the Mets. Jonathan took the Astros, right? Yeah. Yes. And then Levi takes the Cubs. I like it, guys. Yep. All right. Um, you know, one, just a couple other observations really quickly. You know, I was looking around the league, and aside from maybe, gosh, like the Phillies, the Reds, the Brewers, and the A's, I don't think anybody will have, like, just a god-awful season. Like, those four teams will completely suck, I think. But if you look around the rest of the league, I don't think it'll be that bad. You know, I mean, I think yeah. I think everybody will, like, you know, like, 
you know, everybody, everybody's got a chance of being competitive. Yeah, we, when you have that second wild card, it certainly adds a lot more teams into the mix to try. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So let's do, let's quickly do our, uh, our MVPs and Cy Youngs here. Uh, Ricky, we'll start out with you. Just go ahead and give us both awards. Uh, MVP and Cy Young in both leagues. Yeah, go for uh, it. I, you know, I'll go with Steve Trout, uh, MVP in the American League. My I realize that's, <laughs> you know, that's the safe pick, right? I yeah. mean, he may, may not win, but he's going to finish in the top three or four probably. So, um, I, I mean, uh, Mike Trout. Did I say Steve Trout? God Steve help. Trout. I like that you said oh, Steve wow, Trout. That's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going off the board with a 65-year-old Steve Trout. Uh, <laughs> Comeback player of the century. That's right. And a move that's no right. one anticipated. On the uh, World Series pick, but I'm just going out there. No, uh, Mike Trout uh, for uh, MVP, um, AL Cy Young Award winner. I mean that that's that's a tough one uh, for me. You know what? I part of me wants to say Chris Sale. Uh, another part of me is I, I'm going to go I'm going to go with Chris Archer. Oh, uh, nice, good pick. For, good for, pick. for Cy Young in the American League. Um, and uh, in the National League, uh, most valuable player, I'm going to go with Bryce Harper to uh, to repeat. And uh, National League Cy Young, I'm going to go with Clayton Kershaw. Boring, but yeah, the, yeah. that's all that, right. Yeah, the, those would be the picks. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't blame you. I, I too pick Kershaw to to win that Cy. He's also one of my favorite players, so that's why I did that, I guess. But yeah, I, I pick Sale as well. You pick Sale for AL Cy. I'm going, to, I'm going to go with oh, Chris Archer. Oh, I'm sorry, you said Archer. Yeah. You mentioned Sale. Just, uh, I don't know, just for, to put a, add a little wrinkle to it, yeah. I guess. I mean, yeah. Sale, Sale was the guy that I was thinking, guy that I was thinking, but I'm a big Chris Archer fan, so, you know, I'll uh, I'll take a flyer on that. But, I mean, I think Chris Sale's going to have a great year. Yeah. 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 And I think he'll he'll keep the White Sox in contention there. And, and um, yeah, so Sale, Cy Young, American League. Uh, I had Jose Altuve as the AL MVP, as Good you choice. foreshadowed earlier, Gabe. So, yeah. uh, so eloquently for me, and uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Goldie, as the NL MVP. All right, nice, nice. Levi, what about you? Well, uh, I have I didn't give a ton of thought to this until just the, in the last Cubs sixty winning. seconds. Yeah, so, I, I homered it all. Cubs. Cubs are somehow going to win the AL MVP and Cy Young. It's like a bold move. They're just going to sweep them. <laughs> right. Um, no, I think you got to go with Trout for an AL MVP just because he's kind of the face of that league. And um, yeah. But what if the Angels finish last? Which they could. Andre Dawson, 1987. Right. And so it's like it doesn't happen It, it happens. I mean, it doesn't happen often. But, I mean, yeah, it happens. Yeah, you could say the same thing the with Sale. Like, Sale's going to be one of the best pitchers in the American League playing for well, – I think one, the White Sox I mean, will contend, though. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the Cy Young, you know, they'll give to a pitcher on a shitty team. Whereas with the, the MVP, right. you know, it usually – the team's performance usually dictates that award. Yeah. Award. yeah. yeah. Uh, my National League MVP, it's tough. I don't know. Um, you, you're just you're you're struggling between Rizzo and Bryant, aren't you? That's what? all it is. Put Schwarber in there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have a little Schwarber confidence, man. Jeez. Uh, no. If I'm gonna pick a non-Cub, it's probably um. I'll go McCutcheon. I think he could turn yeah. around and have a year that nobody is – like, I think a lot of people have written him off, kind of, like, that he's, like, past his prime. And I think he could have another MVP season. I think he's got it in him. Um, he's a really fun player to watch. The National League Cy Young, um, shits and giggles. I say Arietta repeats. All right. Um, nice. Nice. Okay, um, for me, you know, Trout will continue to produce at an MVP level, um, but they might just be bored and give it to somebody else this year. So I'll say, um, you know, in, in the team's performance will be strong and he'll play a big role in it. I'll say Edwin Encarnacion as the American League MVP. Wow. Why not? You know, I looked at his his projected numbers look pretty good, you know? I mean, he's he could hit 40 home runs, you know? So, um yeah, I'll, I'll go with him. It's a little—I know it's a little bit of a, of a little bit of a, a wild card, if you will, MVP pick. But I'll—I'll I'll take Incarnacion. 
hell with it. Why not? Um, and then uh, in the NL, um, you know, I'm going to go with Rizzo, actually. I, uh, I, I think that uh, he, having a, a couple more years under his belt than those other Cubs players, you know, that, 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 you know he's, he's seen more pitches than those guys have. So, so I think that, um, and I look at his numbers last year, they were great. You know, I mean, he's, his, his numbers are so good and so well distributed that, um, you know, I, I, I think he's, he's going to have an MVP year and I think he'll win it. So, so yeah, I'll go with Incarnacion and Rizzo. And for the Cy Young, this was a little tougher. Um, my AL pick, um, I'm going to go with a kid out of Houston by the name of Colin McHugh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to take him. Um, I think him and, and Keiko will have both have awesome years. I like what I see of the kid, though. Uh, he's also on my fantasy team, so maybe that's driving it. I see where it. you're going with uh, this. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'll take I'll take Colin McHugh as my uh, my AL Cy Young. And then for the NL, you know, that's tough. I mean, like Ricky said, I, I you know, Kershaw's kind of in – he's sort of the trout of pitching, you know. Um, so he would be an easy pick. Um, you know, I'll say I'll say Grinky has another stellar year. And, and Grinky takes home what might be maybe his last Cy Young, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll say Grinky. Grinky cool. and McHugh. So. All right. All right. Well, good deal. Well, let's uh... – Put it in Come time back in, a, in 162 games and see how we. Work. Absolutely, um, Ricky. Thanks so much for coming in tonight, man. We yeah, really thanks, appreciate Ricky. it. Yeah, hey, I love it. I love it. You guys are the best. Ah, likewise, oh, man. Want to remind everybody to check out super70sports.com. Uh, fun website, fun podcasts. Also, you can follow Ricky on Twitter at super70sports. Always tweeting out great stuff. Did you say uh, there was a book also too? And, and Ricky, yeah. Would you mind telling us to uh, plug the book? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we're 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 early to plug, but um, I'm working on a book about baseball in the 1970s, uh, hoping to structure it as an oral history. Okay. So uh, as of right now, I've conducted about 50 interviews with uh, players from the 1970s. Cool. And uh, hoping to hoping to get another 20 or 30 uh, under my belt nice. before I. Uh, you know, start really working on uh, uh, putting it together. But uh, nice. hopefully something in the next, you know, uh, one to two years uh, that oh, we'll see yeah. and that I'm I'm really optimistic about and looking forward to putting out there for people. Well, yeah, hell yeah, Great. man. I hope, I hope it's like the next huge, like, Ball Four or whatever. I hope it sells a million hey, copies. Man. Thank you. Hey, yeah. That's my favorite book. Yeah. So yeah, if I if, – if it could be one the one twentieth uh, of that, you know, I'd be happy. a couple of years ago uh, back at a library book sale, I got like the hardcover tomb edition. It's got ball four and ball five, like the uh-huh. the second version. It's got them all in one. That's nice. great. one of the actually one of the most fun uh, aspects of doing the interviews for this is I uh, I had about an hour and a half conversation with Jim Bouton nice. uh, last year, and he actually uh, you know, and this is something if people haven't read the book, they're not going to get, but uh, he's saying it makes a fellow proud to be an Astro for me. <laughs> it was Very uh, cool. It was one of the highlights of my uh, life. <laughs> right, and, right. Good deal. Yeah, awesome. But it's been a pleasure talking to these guys. I mean, you know, it's just uh, there's something special about, uh, you know, getting a phone call and just seeing like a, a number that you don't recognize, picking up the phone and, you know, hearing on the other end of the line, Ricky, this is Burt Blylevin. it's been uh it's been an adventure so and and most of the guys i've found have been have been really cool guys and you know my uh my my fandom for them has you know my respect has only increased after getting to speak with them you could say it jay johnstone was a dick man (laughs) (laughs) you know i have i have spoken to jay johnstone (laughs) no i was just kidding jay i've spoken to him a couple of times but he's all right He's all right, y'all. I'll tell my Jay Johnstone story real quick. Uh, uh, when I was in high school, we were reading uh, The Good Earth okay. by Pearl S. Buck. And uh, I didn't want to read The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck. <laughs> so I had taken a, a Jay Johnstone book, uh, and I tucked it inside of The Good Earth. And so I'm sitting in class <laughs> reading Jay Johnstone. And uh, when, I, when I contacted him, uh, uh, asking him for an interview... I said I told him the story. I said, you know, when I was a junior in high school, I remember studying in Mr. Kessler's 
English class uh, reading your book instead of the book I was supposed to read. And about two or three days later, I get a phone call. I don't know the number. I pick it up and I hear this voice on the other end of the line say, so you were sitting in class reading my book, huh? And it was <laughs> Jay Johnstone and, you know, he thought it was pretty funny and just a hilarious Dude, guy. So uh, One of my favorite Cubs cards growing up is it's like, I think, 83 or 84 Fleer. And it's Jay Johnstone wearing, it must have been a giveaway that day at a Cubs game. It's a Budweiser hat that is an umbrella. Yes. And it's made up of like Budweiser labels. It, it's great. It's one of the best. In my mind right now. Levi. Oh, yeah. It's the best, man. Yeah. I had that card and was just like, what? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Jay Johnstone. Those, those things were called like the Brockabella or, or, or uh, <laughs> because Lou Brock endorsed. Those umbrella hats. Umbrella hats. Uh, I think he was actually like in, like, maybe like owned part of the venture or something. Yeah, yeah. they were Budweiser out of St. Louis. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Good stuff, guys. Well, anyway, um, you can check out all of us, uh, our, our, our pod, or I should say you can uh, visit the podcast website at rockchew.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at rockin. Chew. That's in, as in Dick Allen, right? There's an in in that. So uh, that's a guy. Keep put him in the book. All right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely. All right. So at Rock and Chew, you can follow us. Rock or uh, visit the website for previous episodes. Rockchew.com. Until next time. Happy opening day, guys. Peace. <laughs>